right, so before we get into what y'all are about to walk into, let's get a recap of what all has been going on. Things and stuff. That's all I can contribute. And no small amount of shenanigans. I just realized my armor class is only 11. You just realized that. Oh boy. <laughs> my armor class is 11 and I have the lowest HP. Uh, no, that's not true. Me and Guest have the same HP. Oh, I should probably not be rude <laughs> and actually like introduce myself. Yes. Hi, I'm Avery. Uh, used to go by Josh. Go by Avery now. It's a long thing. Anyway, uh, friends with Brianna for what, like? A few years now over internet time. Yeah. And I've been meaning to kidnap you onto this show for a while now. Right. Well, and, and not have technical difficulties. Yeah. I'm still really upset. So, yeah, that's me. I have my own podcast that I'm sure I'll have re plug in somewhere at some point. But, yeah. Yeah. Promo. Maybe one day crossover. We'll see. <laughs> if I actually manage to record a promo at some point. I hate making promos so oh much. Gosh. I hate it. Like, you want me to tell you what's good about my show? I don't know. Can someone else market this? I just want to make cool stuff. Yeah, I was told not to not to talk good about yourself, ever. Yeah. Okay, back to the recap. Yeah, well, recap. What's been going on? To the non-cast players who know what's going on. Do we? Do we know what's going on? <laughs> Besides shenanigans, I'm very sure what's <laughs> going on. Generally, you have you don't, but what has been happening? <laughs> um, Stavias has been doing nothing but winning, making correct decisions, only really pushing the group forward in a positive way. I would say um, they. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they. You know. They help someone out, and... Uh, yeah, they let someone live. And it really has hopefully changed for the better. It, hopefully that person's been changed for the better, because I know that Stavios thinks that they have been. <laughs> and really hopes they are not aware of what you did to them. <laughs> <laughs> Stavios lives in their own little world. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun let place. that guy live. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I had not, I had a plan for him to have him secured, but now he's a wild card. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so oh, let's boy. see. We got onto the Hyperlance with varying degrees of uh, stealth. <clears throat> yeah, we then fought um, Tarko and some goons who... We tried to capture Tarko and one of the goons who lived, and... Apparently they had uh, poison capsules, so they died. Very inconvenient. But we were able to recover the key chip and give it to Rona. Who immediately handed it off to someone else that was yeah, on the, the ship. The I captain, I believe. The, or the second. I think the she, second the engineer? Uh, Security person? Yeah, it was the engineer person. The engineer. I know I named, but I don't think I actually... Did I write their name down is the real question. Mm. That Let's is see. Oof. Jen Lee is second in command. Gavalia? Gavalia is the security yeah, officer. Yeah, Gavalia is, is, is the security, security officer. Yeah. Oh, hands it off to Adele, who is a, a human mechanic who is on the ship. Yeah, there were like 
three people on the Hyperlance yeah. doing like last minute checks because they were supposed to be leaving on the maiden voyage in a couple of hours, but with everything going on, decided we need to go ahead and leave now and get to Pelsaros on the other side of the Keshite Rift. Y'all are just kind of along for the ride as extra security. Yeah, though we did tell Spectra where we're going so she can pick us up. And her response, I believe, was, it's been an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and we helped Tally win a bet. <laughs> so that's good, I guess. Yeah. Is it good? I don't think it's good. There was a bet to see how long it would take y'all to get into trouble. There might have also been a bet about how much trouble you would get into. We'll see how that one panned out. All I know is everything worked out. You everything worked us out unsupervised. We were not given adult uh, uh, supervision. Yeah, <laughs> we're alive. Yeah, and also Bal had to disappear because somebody found him, and he was potentially in danger. So he had to go with an old friend to deal with that, which is very very sad. And. Not long after entering the Keshite Rift, which is kind of like entering the wormhole for a Deep Space Nine, because heck, I can't help it. I love that show, so of course I'm going to reference it. Good show. When there was an alert that there's something on the ship, and the three of you were sent to investigate, because the captain and the engineer can't really leave the ship, and if something happens to the captain and the engineer... There's no one to fly the ship, so Gavali had to stay too. It's just a time. We also cannot leave the whatever beings are on the ship unsupervised, so... Yeah, because they, they can cause some issues, which we might act, we might use the map, we might just kind of theater of the mind it, to be honest. But as you go back, there's lights along the walls lighting the way to wherever this thing is. You follow the trail back to the cruise quarters. I don't know if you all are talking about or planning anything on the way back. Or just general grumbling about everything with the situation. I'll say Vi may be stealthing if we didn't really talk about it. Like, she may have been willing to talk right outside, like, the cockpit or wherever we were, but Vi may look at them and be like, we're we are stealthing, right? To get any additional advantage on this? Oh, is that what we're doing? Yes. Yes. And then Stavios starts stealthing. <laughs> Give me those stealth checks. <sighs> Ooh, okay. 17. Ooh, only 13 that time. 21. Awesome. I love that Anima's the stealthiest one here. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're walking up, it's leading you to the port crew area. And before we get to what you hear, the camera pans to where we see Avery's character, who is kind of cornered in the port crew area by these Three beings that seemingly appeared out of nowhere and look as if they're made out of shadow and starlight. What are you doing? H how do you react to this? Yeah, I think my character is perhaps 
realizing that their gear and all their other stuff is elsewhere at the moment, they're like, oh, come on, really? Right? Like, I'm already on this ship and I'm not supposed to be, and now this, oh god, um, almost panicking, trying to look for, like, maybe a way past these beings. Are, are they acting hostile towards me? They are currently just standing vaguely menacingly around you. They have disappeared seconds ago, and you heard, you probably wouldn't have heard the sort of alert go through the ship when that happened. Yeah, so I've kind of backed myself into a corner a little bit, and I'm just just like, okay, uh, uh, um, and I'm gonna try and make a break for the door. Alright. Just give me a dexterity saving throw. Or you can roll intimidation. How are, are you, are you trying to just dodge and weave or like bull rush and scatter? Oh no, this is, this is pure, like, survival instincts kicking in. Can we see what's happening? Or we have we not showed up yet? You will see the results of what is happening. Oh, okay. So dexterity saving throw? Yes. That's not good, that's a 10. Oof. You attempt to dive through an opening between these two, but as I said, they're made of shadow and starlight, so it just moves in front of you. And you realize they aren't going to let you go, and this is when you see past their shoulder three people coming around the corner one of whom looks familiar. And Anima, as you round the corner, you see a face that you haven't seen in a while. You see Otis. Otis. Route's partner. Okay. Otis is the one that does all the dad jokes. Yes. Oh, speaking of, I need to grab my book. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, would you like to describe what the others see? I'll actually defer to you. I don't I don't know what Ashenforge is supposed to look like. <laughs> I can describe an Ashenforged. Sure. Ashenforged are generally uh, one of the larger races. They're usually around six feet tall, give or take. They are divided into two categories, the somatic and the cerebral. They have generally some form of grayish skin and because they are the product of a procedure that takes people who are dying or deceased and repurposing them into a new being they generally have some form of their previous their donor we call it some feature of their uh, previous race to them okay I kind of treat it like organ donation. Yeah. Sure. Like, because Anima's donor was a Promethean red hair, Anima has red hair. Gotcha. Okay. When you see Otis, Otis is fairly tall being with this this ashy, almost bluish-grayish skin. They have sort of this, like, wild brown kind of unkempt hair that's just flowing down to their shoulders. Other than that, they're kind of wearing just a, uh, you know, a standard, you know, shipboard mechanic or technician type of outfit, except their bag with all their gear is right next to the door. Uh, 
and they are currently being menaced by three beings that look like they are made of shadow and starlight. Is there any way that I could potentially recognize what these things are? Because I've been around at this point. Could I, like, make a history check or some kind of thing? Yeah, uh, actually, I think xenobiology would make the most oh, sense. Yeah. And while you're doing that, Anima, how do you react? Do I see their pack of stuff? Give me perception. It's a 21 from me, by the way. These are void shadows. <laughs> That's a one. I don't see nothing. I barely even recognize Otis. <laughs> I think you might be too distracted by... Oh my stars, it's Otis. Just the shock of... Oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> this is sooner than expected. <laughs> yeah, Void Shadows, they exist in the Rift. You haven't traveled through the Rift before, but you've heard that they sometimes manage to get on board ships and small, cause small amounts of chaos. Definitely not the worst thing that you could run into, but they're not nice. Mind spike. Okay. Which one are you mind spiking? Whichever one looks the most threatening towards this helpless person that I see on the ground trying to escape. You saw that one of them moving in front of of Otis to prevent their escaping. So you can mind spike that one. That's a 25. Yes, that hits. <laughs> that hits real good. That's 17 points of psychic damage. Cool. It's gone. It's dead. <laughs> oh. It just... Sick. Okay. They're not hard to hit. Then <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a lot of hit points. Yeah. You guys just see Stavios immediately break into like, oh man, someone needs help. Boom, and then just a psychic little into one of their, I guess, heads. I don't know if Void Shadows necessarily are humanoid, but wherever their quote-unquote brain, like mind, would be, if they, I don't, I don't know what their, I don't know their actual biology. They probably adopt vaguely humanoid-ish shapes, but they're also amorphous, so it's just gone and. <laughs> I think we all had the same thought. Ah, yeah. Neldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neldo. Neldo, Neldo, Neldo. So, I, I don't know if we should bother with initiative. Well, I was going to say, if, already gone. if they're surprised, then... We were stealthing. I'll say the three of you can get a surprise round. Also, Avery, if you would like to attempt to, to do something... Yeah. You just saw one of the Eldori that came around the corner just brain blasted one of these guys out of existence. Yeah, and, and kind of thinking, oh, they're susceptible to... Sure, yeah, let me try that. And I will try to do push, which is a prime talent of mine, and they need a strength saving throw. Wait, no. Sorry, make a ranged channeling attack against the target. Okay, never mind. Okay. They must also make a strength saving throw. Yes. 16. That hits. 
What's the damage? 12 force damage. Oh, and then they make a strength saving throw. Unless they're not going to be in existence anymore. It's still barely in existence, but fun fact, these guys ain't strong. So that was a five. Oh, yeah, they fail. Uh, they are pushed 10 feet away from me. Anima, do you want to do something as this thing is getting pushed away? I was going to go after that one and follow up with a pistol shot. Go for it. 13. Just hits. That's three damage. Otis pushes it back. And as it's passing by you, you just pull out your pistol and shoot it, and it vanishes. Well, two down. One person to go. Leaving one left, which yep. I'm gonna have to do... Let's see, this is how I'm gonna do a Christmas saving throw to see if it's going to run away or not. Well, if it's still surprised, though. It got a nat 20, which is... For 19, so it's gonna be brave. Okay, it's gonna die. <laughs> so I'm gonna use Vital Strike, and so that'll be since it hasn't. Are we saying it's surprised or just. Or no, since you did Christmas Saver? Yeah, I just saw its friends get destroyed. But it is also standing in front of an ally, so yes, that will so. give you something. Okay. Who is vaguely threatening. Then, actually, I'll do Death Strike instead, then, since I don't need an advantage. Or, wait. Yeah. I can do both, actually, apparently. Yeah, that one will hit. <laughs> Eight, 24 will hit. Nine, not so much. Yeah. Nine, no. Okay, then it's 1d8 plus 3. 11, and then with Death Strike, it is 3d6. So it got 20 damage. It's gone. <laughs> you just slash your blade through it, and it vanishes into a poof of smoke. And the intruder alert stops going off. And you're standing in a room with Otis, who only one of you recognizes. Well, actually, the other two might have actually seen pictures from when Anima was remembering and researching, whether you recognize them or not. Did we have any pictures? I don't remember. You looked them up online. Oh, yeah. So I think um, there, there was a moment when you were looking at a picture. Mm, maybe look slightly different, but... Mm-hmm. Okay. So should we roll to see if we recognize them at all, or...? Yes. I feel like perhaps perception or insight. I'm gonna roll insight, because... Okay, that's a 19. Oh, a perception. Only 13. You recognize this person from that picture. They look a little different, but it is them. And Otis, how are you? What is your reaction to this? It's been a strange past 10 minutes for you. Yeah. I'm gonna just take a step back, take a deep breath, and just be like, oh, okay, well, that was 
way too much excitement for today. Hi, I'm Otis. I'm going to just grab my my bag over here and I sort of walk over to kind of where everyone is still kind of standing next to the door and just pick my bag up and check it and make sure everything's all there. Ah, okay. Huh. Anyway, hi. Thank you for helping uh, with that. Hey, Otis, can I get a perception check? Sure. 14. Anima, how subtle is your reaction to what's going on right now? I feel like the answer is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> what does Otis notice coming from you specifically? Otis. <laughs> Otis. <laughs> sees that Anima is. She never reholstered her gun. She's, she's just standing there with it loose. Finger off the trigger and everything, but like, just pointed down. And I would say if you had to guess, she's kind of like, like not looking directly at you, but it's hard to tell because her eyes don't have pupils or anything. So it's a little bit difficult to tell. She looks like she doesn't know what to say or do when confronted with this, it's more sudden than she was expecting. Yeah, because Otis, as you're going for your bag, you realize that Adam is in the room with you. And you haven't seen her in four years, did not expect to run into her here, but she's standing right there. Was basically one of your kids, <laughs> essentially. I think at first Otis was kind of just kind of overwhelmed by the whole situation and after picking up their bag and kind of looking through it, does a double take and is just like, wait, wait, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been years, Anima, Anima, how are you? And like is genuinely pleased to see Anima and it's just like, what are you, funny running into you here? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I lean over to Vi and I'm like, I think this is very awkward. And I don't know why. Vi sort of pats Stavias on the shoulder and then moves almost between Anima and Otis, sort of protectively, and is like, Yes, this this is very interesting. We weren't told by the captain that you would be on board, so how did you get here exactly on this unscheduled? Oh, I, yeah, I, I should hope, I should hope he wouldn't, or the captain wouldn't have known that I was on board. I was, I was just doing some last minute checks and, you know, making sure everything was configured properly and the ship took off unexpectedly. So, you know. Otis, Otis, you were doing checks on the super super secure, super newfangled ship and did not inform the captain that you were doing them? No, was I supposed to? You get to come with us now. No, he's... He's one of mine. He's one of the Marvalas. He's supposed to be on our ship, I think. Yeah, you were supposed to be on the Pioneer. Uh, yeah. You're supposed to be on the Pioneer with Realm and everyone, right? 
Like, weren't they following? I think. It was rather sudden, but they put out all the, you know, a signal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, there was a science team going along with this main voyage to test this new ship, and your family is basically the security for that science team. But the science team was not on the ship. They were doing last-minute preparations of their own off of the ship when there was a sudden unexpected departure, and there was, like, several ships full where the people like, why? <laughs> what in the world is going on? It's okay, we're doing a test run of the test run. There have probably been a couple of messages pinging on your sim unit saying, where are you? Don't tell me you were on the Hyperlance. What's going on? Pull out a camera. Guess where I am? Selfie. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get anima in the background? And is that a bigger surprise? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think I think Otis is going to be like, wow, Rout is going to be so excited when I let them know that oh god, that you're here. <laughs> this is such a good day. <laughs> and for <laughs> and for a minute there I I was worried I was going to get killed by incorporeal beings of shadow and starlight. <laughs> Man. And like Otis is like kind of like genuinely like pleased like with how this day has turned around. It was like a really weird 15 minutes, but now she's like, yay! <laughs> Happy day. Oh, hey, you want to hear a joke? Oh, God. I don't think now's <laughs> the time. Yes, how about oh. we all go see the captain first? So that way Why don't you go tell here? the captain your joke? Right. Yeah, I think the, the captain, captain would, would love a good joke. Definitely. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, lead the way. Yeah, let's go. Five, do you want to roll an insight check? You seem very suspicious. I mean, I know that's your default, but do you want to roll an insight sure. check? I would also oh, like no. to make an insight check. This is really weird, and I have no idea why. Like, I'm getting really weird vibes from both okay. Otis and Anima. 17. I mean, Vi's not being overly threatening. She's just like, you need to go tell the person in charge that you're here. Go. I got a 22. I got a 17. Not rolling great today. Okay, trying to figure out, like, is this person telling the truth? Or are they hiding anything kind of stuff? Why is Anima so uncomfortable? I think I'm more <laughs> why is Anima so uncomfortable. Okay. I think Vi sort of understands why Anima's uncomfortable. <laughs> Vi is more like, why is this person here and is definitely saying, oh, hi, I got here, I was here without anyone knowing and this is all fine (laughs) yeah i have no permission no clearance i'm here hello okay just because they didn't didn't inform the captain that they were hopping on board for a few minutes doesn't mean they don't have clearance okay that's fair that's a fair i will just just to clarify that they are part of a team assigned to security related to the ship they would have had clearance okay yeah but it's always a good idea (laughs) to let people know where you are? <laughs> yeah. We say. Avery, what does she get from that insight check? <laughs> I mean, I think Otis is genuine. Like, the, the emotions are genuine and everything. Like, definitely there is, like, some, like, still a little bit of, like, worry about 
the immediate situation, but there's something about seeing a friendly face from your past that, you know, is, is a little comforting in the coldness of space. A child that potentially disappeared mysteriously? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and is also trying to restrain themselves as well a little bit because there is obviously going to be a lot of questions and emotions and things going on. So is trying to both be the the cool dad trademark, but also like, you know, trying to also maintain that kind of respectfulness. Also, you probably get the vibe that he was just like popping on to do something really quick. It probably been on board like five minutes before everything happened. Yeah. Like, I was expecting to go back and read a book. You know, that's how my day was going to be. Vi still has her saber out, but it's not, like, pointed at you. It's just, it's still out. Vi is Eldori in a trench coat. Stavios is an Eldori in colorful clothing. Yeah, the main color on Vi is her amber eyes and then, yeah, her blue skin. And her silver gauntlets. Picture like a caftan top and then some really nice, like tight, some kind of fabric pants that match the caftan top. Last season's top fashion. Last season's top fashion, but still looks incredible and would probably bring it back if they were in a place where people cared about fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And then you just have... Anima who dresses like Griffin McElroy. (laughs) (laughs) Have we ever told Shan that before? No, I've never heard that before. Yeah, Anima dresses like Griffin McElroy Uh, whenever whenever she's not in her armor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So panning back to your insight check on Anima, um, what does Stavios get with a 22 for what is going through Anima's head? probably written all over her face too there is the the initial like hand on face layer of oh my god you didn't let the people on board a ship that could potentially take off know that you were gonna be there and then under that there's the oh my god I was not I was not expecting to run into one of them so fast what do I say what do I do you literally came to Peltavari to find them, but... I know, but, like, I was expect... I wasn't expecting to just, like, run into them. I was expecting to have time to prepare. I was... <laughs> Any time you would have had to prepare with Shaw and Stavia said, Yeah, sure, I will help you, yeah. random stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be my decision to approach them, not just, Oh, yeah, you're also here. Also, probably some worry about like how this conversation's gonna go. Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, I think we should just go talk to the captain. There seems to be a lot here, and we can't just stay back here. The captain did send us back so that we could take care of an intruder, and technically, Otis is still an intruder. No? Yes? The ship's intruder alarm stopped going off the second you got rid of the last of the void void shadows. The ship is not registering Otis as an intruder. Oh, okay. But would it still be weird for us to have stayed back here even though the intruder has been taken care of? 
I mean, they can see us, I think. They have life vitals monitoring it, don't they? Yeah, all ship AI are aware of where everyone is at all times, just because, you know, if they ever need to, like, vent a room or send emergency life support, they know where people are. Very basic security features, always knowing where people are. <laughs> they may not all watch you, that's... no special. <laughs> that just made Nell sound really creepy, but... Nell does not actively monitor to that degree unless told to, like she was doing with Ash, but yeah. It's a basic function of AI to know where all life signs are. Yeah. Also, Otis, were you not st like strapped down during takeoff? That's not great for you. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> you know, kind of tumbled around a little bit. You know, but um... You know, it's, a, it's it's fine. We're all we're all still here. We're all fine. Yeah. Heading up to talk to the captain. You want to go tell people that you're here, belatedly? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. Probably. So you head on up to the helm, where Jinli is busy piloting. Adele is taking care of some stuff on the engineering and comms panels because he's doing double duty and Kavalia is standing, probably also monitoring a couple of panels that also need monitoring and Jin Lee turns around. I don't remember what I said she was. I think she's Cash. Cash. She's Cash. Yeah, so Jin Lee, who is technically the second in command of the ship, but um, since she was on board when they had to emergency takeoff, she is acting captain. So she glances over her, her shoulder as you all come in. She's like, Good, did you get everything taken care of? Everything alright? Yes, and we have a guest. Yeah, you had another stray Marvala on your ship. Just for fun. You know. Takes a longer glance over the shoulder spots, Otis. Oh. Hey. I had a feeling there might have been some other people on here. What were you doing on here, though? Oh, you know, just doing another security check, you know, pretty standard, pretty routine. All right, I had a feeling there'd be, you know, a couple of possibility of other people on here. There was a, quite a bit going on. Actually, surprised there's not more. Glad you're all right. So what was going on back there? Stavios, you were first to get to, uh, to act. Uh, just, you know, some just some void shadows. We took care of them easily all in today's work, I would say. In fact, I killed one in one strike. So did I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just sort of looks at them like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're very impressive is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, those guys can be annoying, but thankfully they're not too bad. Good job. Thanks for dealing with that before they can mess with anything. If they get away, they're a pain to deal with, but so far all the other security sweeps are not registering that there are any more on the ship, which is good, because those are annoying, and we are skeleton crew enough as it is. Question about the Pioneer. Would we have done a buddy system thing for going places? Probably. Something like that. Either have someone with you or make sure at least one person knows. Otis? Yes? 
Where is your buddy? Did you bring one? Did I bring a buddy? I don't think I brought a buddy. No. No. You probably told Rev that, hey, I'm gonna go check something. I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't think about it. I mean, I was just coming in for just a quick check and then dipping back out, you know, five minutes later. Does Rout at least know where you are? I mean, context clues. I was on the ship. Ship took off, you know. Do you think you should tell him where you are? I should not be the one explaining this. You, you're, you're the adultier adult, Otis. Come, like, please. Yeah, just, yeah, maybe, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I will, I will do that. I assume Otis has some sort of, like, communicator. Yeah, sim unit, it's basically like a cell phone. Yeah, I just pop off a quick message. Hey, on the ship, TTYL. You may want to specify that we're going to... I mean, Pulsaros. They should know their destination, but... There's only really one place you can go through the Keshet Rift, which is Pelsaros, which is a station on the other side of the rift. I just figured clarification would be best. Just in case. Sure. You get a response back, did you tell the captain you were on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I over Otis's shoulder looking at the messages too? If you want to be. I would like sure. to be. And if Otis is, is cool with letting you read messages. Are you cool with that? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm just messing back. I just informed them, just now. Yes. You can almost hear the sigh. <laughs> you do hear the sigh, but it's coming from behind <laughs> you. <laughs> Some things never change. Have I always sounded this much like Route? <laughs> Route just responds back. We're following, but we won't be able to catch up until you reach the other side. Took a while to get everyone back because Liberty was off haggling over some new communication supplies. Liberty's the communication slash PR person. Mm-hmm. It was a very friendly personality, and sometimes t- it takes her a while to come back from shopping trips. <laughs> That's fair. Because the amount of people that think she's flirting with them, even when she isn't. Mm. Otis just sends back and just says, yep, I know how that goes. See you soon. A little heart emoji or something. No. Just a little heart emoji back. And Jin Lee's like, well... It'll be a while before we get to the other side if you want to just go hang out in the crew quarters. We have... Well, we're not fully stocked, but we should have enough supplies for for this small uh, crew. Go and get some rest, and we may need y'all to help with some of the shifts, because some of us will need a break. This is faster than the long way around, but it still takes a while. Do you know what kind of food you have? I have a lot of dietary restrictions that ban- that bar me from eating. I'll look. <laughs> I know. I have a I have a doc on, I have a you, document on my SIM card. I'll look. 
<laughs> yeah, you have the document that has been annotated by Nell for what Stelios is actually allergic yeah. to. Yeah. And you probably have some of the recipes as well. Yeah. I'll just say, um, Nell is able to communicate with you all via sim, but not through the traditional comms unit because you were not on the ship. And you are currently on a different ship in a wormhole. Yep. But she is able to communicate with you via the um, sim units. So you all have some time to sit and talk over what's going on and catch up on things and take a minute to sit because you've there's been a lot of fighting going on. Question. Yeah. Do Ashenforged eat? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Wanted to make sure. They also sleep, but I think we decided they only really need to sleep for like four hours. You can still okay. sleep for longer if you want to, but... Good to know. Because Otis is going to just go uh, to the mess hall and make some food. What a coincidence. That is where Anima was going to. As a setup for a dad joke. Okay. So, Fai and Stavias, where are y'all going? I'm following Otis and Anima because I want to see what's up <laughs> with this... Oh, you're being nosy. Okay. <laughs> Vi is also following partially because to like sort of, I think she, while she believes that Otis is definitely happy to see Anima, Anima's reaction is understandable, but also makes her want to, I guess, show Anima that she has support if she needs it. And if anything happens, well... Vi knows how to take care of a body. Our local it's assassin, fine. the mama hen. Yeah, a little bit of both. It's an yeah. interesting combo. I think for Stavios, it's less about just trying to collect the information and more about trying to understand why Anima's reacting so weird. I mean, because Stavios has their own issues with their family, but <laughs> I think... This is Stavios realizing, oh, I probably, I know nothing really about Vi or Anima besides the fact that we work together, and that's not necessarily great for someone who's on a team with them, I guess. You've gleaned bits and pieces, but you've also been traveling with them for like four days. Yeah. <laughs> It has been a very interesting four days, <laughs> including a massive scientific discovery, historical discovery. But yeah, it's just been like less than a week. Yeah, so why? So all the all the more reason to really start to get to know everyone. It's like when the new person shows up at the office, and you just want to know everything about them. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to Board the Opal Star, an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Filena is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. 
If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash social. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com. <laughs>